everyone, and welcome back to Chesapeake Chats on the Hallmarkies podcast. Carrie and Anne here with you tonight. We're so glad that you joined us. We hope that you watched episode eight and nine. So many things happened again. I mean, whoa. This, yes. this, these two were like, whoa. A lot of things happening. A lot of new things happening. A lot of new things, like, and big conversations and big drama. Like, I feel like they got back to Chesapeake's big drama. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, I'm ready for it. I was ready yeah. for it. Like, the season had been fun, and it had been, like, kind of reestablishing itself as, like, a great show. And yeah. now we've got it's three episodes dramatics. left. <laughs> yeah. Bring the drama. Bring yeah. it. Oh, they're, they, it's, it's been brought <laughs> as we'll talk about, they are bringing it from all angles, all characters everywhere. Everybody, but it's good because they have to wrap up these loose ends. You know, they've introduced such big things. And so I now know. they have to wrap it up. Season is ending. So I'm ready. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they're going to do that in one episode. I'm intrigued. So I guess we'll find out next time, but yeah, let's talk but, about these two. No kidding. Okay, let's jump into episode eight. And episode eight was called Where or When. This episode starts out with that great news. You know, Kevin and Sarah just found out that they're having a baby mm -hmm. and, or that she, she's pregnant. And um, so they are excited about that, but they don't really want to tell anyone just yet. So yeah. that's kind of where they are. Mm-hmm. Connor opens his law firm. It yeah, right. Yeah, it does look great. The, the sign almost knocks him out, but right. the place inside <laughs> looks great. That's right. I forgot about that. I was like, oh no, is that a sign or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Mick gets these mysterious ashes sent to him. Like it's this total. He's like, whose ashes are these that yeah. are being sent to me with this letter? So we know that he's going to deal with that throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. Jess and David have this complainer at the end that they have to deal with. That was that was that was like com comic relief, which is yeah. kind of like they're what they're doing with them now. But it was I like that. I was like, this is really happens to people who own inns and you know their own places. They get bad reviews sometimes. And then you obsess over that. You obsess yeah. over the bad oh, yeah. review. And didn't you love how David was like, just let it go. Don't let it bother you until he found out <laughs> yeah. the food, the food, the food was critiqued. And he was like, what? My food is great. Yeah. My food's perfect. <laughs> so funny. So, okay. So those are just kind of a couple little storylines throughout Meg, Megan. I keep calling her Meg sometimes. But Megan has this Carter Milburn. Oh yeah. This this scene was small, but it was actually really important in Meg and Megan and Mick's relationship. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of comes out that this guy from New York that she has, you know, a good working relationship with, but it kind of comes out that actually they dated in New York. Yeah. And you could tell by the um, what do you call that? Um, just the chemistry. You could tell there was some kind of something when he entered, you know, and mm -hmm. she introduced him to Mick and his attitude towards Mick and just his, you know, his yeah. um, closeness with her. You could feel mm -hmm. that there was something there before. Totally. There was something there. And kind of what tips you off to that too, what tipped me off is that is Mick's response to him 
and his response to Mick. And they just do not like each other from the outset. No. <laughs> to the point where she's like, uh, like, what's going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She can feel like the tension. Mm-hmm. She can totally feel this tension. I thought that this was an important kind of little thing in their relationship though because it did bring up the fact that they had not talked about what happened in the years that yeah. they were divorced 17 years yeah that's a wow. long time it's a very long time yeah and I'm so glad that they're bringing that up because that would be a real issue a real thing that had to be talked about yeah and yeah. I feel like on this show they've avoided talking about a lot of things so I'm glad that they brought it up because it's something people in that position would really face it definitely. And yeah. I mean, they were, they were legitimately divorced. They weren't together. You yeah. know, it wasn't that they were just separated for 17 years. Yeah. Their relationship was over mm-hmm. in their minds, you know? Yeah. So to come back and even to have Nell say, you know, this, mm-hmm. this is something you need to talk about. Yeah. And- definitely a conversation to just have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But I did think it was funny. I was like, Okay, now we're having we triangles for everybody, you know, like Megan and Carter yeah. and Mick. And we have <laughs> Yeah, it's really like, yeah, there's suitor suitors abound in Chesapeake Shores. There's <laughs> so many <laughs> suitors abound in Chesapeake Shores. <laughs> that is the place to go. Oh my word. <laughs> so yes, okay, so that's important for them and mm-hmm. uh to get their relationship going and kind of back on track and I'm excited to see where that goes actually yeah will we be privy to that relationship or that conversation or not you know yeah yeah that's that's yeah that would be interesting if we were to see what what yeah what did happen in that time for each of them I mean you know yeah so um to me these smaller stories really kind of filled in but beefed up the whole you know storyline but there was two place two people that we really you know kind of wanted to follow their um stories and mm-hmm. that was Bree and Abby so yes. let's talk about Bree okay Yay. that's a big one it's a big one we've been, we've been waiting for I've been wondering how will this come out and this was this was the moment this was the moment I mean first we have Connor following up with Luke about looking into parole officers mm-hmm at the bridge and you know he's he's gonna do that and he's gonna do it pro bono for Lou because Lou can't pay for it and but he does bring up again this brotherly concern for Brie like have you told Brie yeah like you need to tell Brie you need to (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't just let this linger and fester and just you know (laughs) so he says yes I'm gonna tell her tonight which kind of implies that they're hanging out more they're I don't know if they're like totally a couple now or or what but they're definitely everyone knows they're interested in each other that's kind of front and center so Mm -hmm. he says yes I'm going to tell her tonight but (laughs) the next scene that we get there first (laughs) who who bites the bullet first Jerry Jerry is back and Jerry <laughs> spills the beans. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, when I saw him back and I was like, no, 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 he's not gonna, no, he's not gonna tell her. We're like, Jerry, come on. Don't be the bitter part of the triangle. We know you're upset. We know. Yes. 
well, we know you're upset. And like, he puts it under this like concern for her. You know, I'm concerned yeah. for you. And I love what she says later. She's like, it's none of your, it's none of your business, really. You know, yeah. like I'm none of your business right now concerning this, but okay. Huge shout out to a friend of the podcast on the YouTube um, comments from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah, she, she, she called it. She did. She called it. She totally predicted that Jerry being from the same high school as Brie and Luke quite possibly would break the news to Brie first. first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you were right because that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. Because I think in that episode, we had talked about how will we see Jerry again? How will we see Jerry again? Will it be brief? And so right. she commented this and that's yeah. exactly what happened. We got two <laughs> different scenes, I think, with Jerry, um, you know, in this episode and, you know, because of this reason. So yes, exactly. And, and the frustrating part about this always, when you hear it secondhand and you didn't give, they didn't give Luke a chance to tell right. her in his time and his way is that, um, you don't get like the full story, you know, like how yeah, we heard, exactly. Yeah. Like we heard the full story in episode three. So mm -hmm. we knew he was being a good guy. He was, yeah. drunk. it was assault and battery, mm -hmm. but all she hears is assault and battery. Yeah. I mean, like, Which is in the context of what he did. And just in the context of just general assault and battery is two pretty different things. It so is. it is yeah, no context. Yeah. So obviously she needs time to process, but she does go to him. She goes mm -hmm. and finds him at the bridge. Yeah. I thought that was so brave. What did you think? That, of that was scene? brave. I thought, I thought it was a good scene. I thought it was yeah. a real reaction because if somebody's told me that somebody, I mean, I don't know if, if I could get to them that quickly, I probably would just cause I'd be like, I have to know more because I just, I'm so confused. I thought right. I knew you and this is like, crazy information yes um and so yeah she just went right there and she was she was kind of emotional and she yeah. was just like so just like kind of taken back and just not yeah. sure what to think yeah not That's sure what to okay. think and just kind of like throws it at him you know I know this like did you go to prison and his face just drops yeah. and I kind of got emotional actually for yeah. him yeah yeah it's kind of like no this is not the way he wanted to do it yeah he like, really wanted to do it yeah, himself he did. and control she's, and the she, information and just tell the truth but have you know control of the information that she, the person hears because it's yeah. their story I mean it's his yeah. story yeah and he says you know I was gonna tell you and yeah. she said well I'll never really know if that's yeah. true or not that which is which is true from her point of view yeah, yeah. It's true. And what he said was true. You know, I, di I didn't want to tell you because of how you're looking at me right now. Yeah. I didn't want to see that disappointment that yeah. just, you know, who are you? You yeah. know, how could you that 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 sense that feeling that yeah. questioning, you know, from you, it was yeah. gonna hurt me and I didn't, I didn't want to have to do it. Yeah. So yeah. that which was real. That's, that's, yeah. So it's good. I thought it was a good scene. Thought it was I honest and good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great scene, great writing. Ultimately, what 
you know, my anticipation of like, oh, this could be a big, a big deal in Bree's life, Bree and Luke's relationship. And how's it going to play out? How are we going to see it? I was actually really pleased. I, of course, I'm so mad at Jerry that he did that. And <laughs> how dare you, Jerry? <laughs> Jerry, uh, nobody likes you now. I wonder what Casey thinks about Jerry now, honestly, like I would. Yes, I do want to know what Casey thinks. So Casey, uh, please let us know what you think, because we do want to know. <laughs> we want to know, like, if you liked Jerry before, are you a Jerry fan still? Or at this point, are, are we like pro Luke, like totally behind Luke? I mean, there's still a lot that I feel like he's still pretty much a new character. Like we're wanting to like him and give him a chance. So at this point of this episode, mm -hmm. he's like, he needs to somehow make it up to her. Yeah. 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 So majorly. Yeah. I think he majorly does. Well, let's, I mean, let's just finish talking about them then. I mean, it's towards the end of the episode, but he shows up at her creative writing class. Yes, I like this scene a lot. Really liked it. I'm like, this, Tell me is, why. this is well done. Yes. Because, you know, there's an empty seat at, in the class, you know, and mm -hmm. Bree's like, you know, I want you to write. Uh, I forgot what she tells him to write. She tells him to write something to do with, it goes with what he needs to tell her, but I forgot the topic exactly that she said. Well, it's oh. something that, you know, it's a very present, like who you are now, not who you were, not who you hope to be and stuff, but who, who are yeah. you right now? Tell that to her, you know, the prof, that was the yeah. writing assignment. I yeah. think. Right, write that, write mm -hmm. that to her or just write who you are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought, okay, this is perfect. Like, you know, he's in there, he's like, okay, I'm going to do the assignment too. He says the desk starts writing. <laughs> um, and you know, then he is kind of like, you know, I, I did the, I did what you asked. I've written, you know, who I am. Um, and, you know, I understand if you don't want to yeah. listen to me or hear me or read this, he's like, but you know, I'll be waiting out there. If you, you know, want to listen, yeah. if you want to see what I wrote, hear what I wrote, see what I wrote. Yeah. So. Which I thought was so, it was brilliant actually. It was, so, it really was. Yes. Of the writers to do, it was a really fresh way to um, have a couple reconcile. It was a very mm -hmm. re-centered, like he oh, got yeah. into her world, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He came to her class. He wrote it out. Like there was no insecurity, like, oh, I'm not a good writer. Let me just tell you with my words, you know, he, he went in and just totally did it like, I thought, how could she not be won over by this, this um, grand gesture of him actually doing the assignment that she gave her yeah. that, that, that yeah. was so precious. That was like, really like, like a, a perfect way to do it yeah. for, for this people, for this yeah. you know, storyline. It was yeah. very well done writing. Very well done. Very well done. It was really fun to watch. Fun to watch them um, discuss the paper, even though we don't know what he said in the paper, we can think what he said probably just kind of told her the whole story like he told Mick that one time but I mean that's the past though yeah anyway whoever whatever it was she she was convinced um yeah that she knew him now you know mm -hmm. okay we can move forward exactly this is in that was I was like oh my <laughs> gosh wow yeah I was I was shocked yeah, <laughs> I was shocked that she kissed him, especially after like this insane whirlwind of like a day or like, yes. you know, and it's like, 
oh my gosh, I guess emotions are just running high. And now you told me the totally. truth and I feel closer to you because I feel like you exposed yourself to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was, I was surprised. I was surprised too. I was like, oh, I think I gasped, gasped out loud. Like, what? She kissed Bri- Bring with all these kisses, people kissing her, her kissing people. Quick, quick moments that we don't see coming. Totally, totally. And he, I just loved his reaction afterwards too. And um, he was just sweet, kind of blushing a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it did make him late to his meeting with Mr. Sullivan, yes. the yeah. parole officer, which was um, nerve wracking because we know how much the parole officer has it out for Luke. Yeah, he's on him. Yeah, but she was worth it to him. So really well done really good way to handle that whole conflict and then reconciliation it didn't have to drag on they they solved it it was one episode love it yes very good very good snaps for you guys yep yep (laughs) here we go like that a lot yeah so we now we have abby abby and evan i mean right away Mm-hmm. Abby and the sisters are talking about a business trip that she's going to do with Evan mm-hmm. that he wants to take her on. And the sisters just get so teasing right away. They just tease her so much. They really did. They just started going, just going in, <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, you know, you know, where is he? Where are you going to be going? Oh, it's just uh-huh. you two. Oh, well, you know, we've seen the way that, you know, you guys seem to interact with each other and uh-huh. you know, this seems like a whisk away. Well, what's a whisk away? She didn't know. <laughs> she yeah, they know. had to explain it to her. <laughs> yeah. So do you remember a couple seasons ago when Jess went to David's, hmm, David's family's house mm-hmm. for the first time? That wouldn't be considered a whisk away, right? think so it was more because like i think a- i think they were day de- they were together already so i say i don't think so oh okay okay i think a whisk away maybe it's like more to like impress somebody and then maybe okay yeah. i see thank you thank you for explaining that fully <laughs> to me and because that's just my guess that's just my guess but yeah. okay because i was like justin Bree did that when david like they went with david on the but that wasn't romantic purpose like that didn't have any um, yeah I think that yeah I think that was yeah is they were like oh he's whisking you away to be romantic which they didn't know what was going to happen but to be okay. romantic and maybe tell you how he feels and yeah. just get a romantic setting with you which is what they were thinking was going to happen they thought which totally made her suspicious oh yeah mm-hmm. so when he starts talking to her over tea like at this getaway house that he has in Pennsylvania or something Mm-hmm. And he starts using this language like, you know, yeah. <laughs> we've made a profound connection, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it hasn't been that long, but I'm I like, was like, you guys are messing with us. Please stop. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? This yeah, I was like, this can't happen like this. <laughs> it's like, please it's don't make him do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they did it. But she was, but she, like, he got called away and, you know, she called her sisters and she's like, oh my gosh, it might be a whisk away. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> supposed to do? Like, so, you know. so when he comes back, because now she's so convinced that he has whisked her away to like, ask her 
like for romantic intentions, she like stops him and says like, no, 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 don't go any further. Like she's a hundred percent sure she knows what he's going to say. And I was so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. I was like, whenever that happens, I, I, yeah, it's hard for me. I like go start going like, Oh, I know. <laughs> like, don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. Let him finish. And- yeah. Be patient. <laughs> Just wait like five more words. <laughs> I know five more words because ultimately he just wanted he wanted to work with her he wanted to hire her take her away from her dad's company and um hire her for him Mm -hmm. himself I guess yeah which which is kind of precious to me because that seems to be Evan this whole season he doesn't he always assumes these new feelings that he has for her or for even Chesapeake Shores or even the O'Brien family are business related where they're not really but he's so slow in recognizing that yeah I think he has because of like what you know his whatever we don't know really totally yet about his family issues or family stuff yeah he is it seems like he has a hard time like just bonding with people just because, and it doesn't have to be with work. It could just be because you want to be friends with somebody. It doesn't have right. to be, you know, roped into work and have all these, you know, strings and stuff like you right. could just be friends. And um, yeah, hopefully he's going to learn that that's hopefully, totally okay. Hopefully he would learn because him, it kind of, you see that he just wants, he wants to be around her more. And his solution for that is to hire her. exactly hire her she's going to be on my team now she says no I like working for my dad that I'm not going to leave and he's like what if I bought your dad's company (laughs) then you'd be working for me anyway no don't do that so so funny but because she was suspicious and she interrupted him then it did kind of get in his mind like hmm what if this yeah then he started thinking about it Uh uh-huh do have a moment though at the end when she's leaving and she's going to go on to a business um, yeah. a business trip. And he says like, what if this was a whisk away? You know, what would you think about that? That's and she's, right. what did she say? Oh yeah. What did she say? I, for, I, 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 feel, like, I feel like, I feel like she said it would, it would be pretty good or mm-hmm. something like that. Like she didn't say it would be like perfect. But I remember thinking she was like, it wasn't be bad. So it's kind of like in the middle, like it would be pretty good for a whisk away if it right. were, you know, something like that, I think. I think it was just enough hope for him, you know, yes. she like gave him just, so he's like, so you're saying I have a chance, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> when she walked away, the look on his face was. Love. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was the look of love. He was. Totally into her, totally yeah. just like adoring. He was gone, just just, just yeah. looking at her. Yeah. His heart was falling. All the silly Evan that we know, all the goofy smile, you know, that he has, like that was not there. He was he was real in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun because yeah. I've been wanting to see some, you know, take that goofy mask off you know (laughs) yeah 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 like show us who you are yeah right definitely right show us who you are you are a human being you you can like admit that you like somebody and I think on his way (laughs) I think so too yeah very soon I think very very (laughs) okay so there is 
some really good progression happening in that relationship. Um, or it's, it's not a relationship yet, but in that pairing, you know, um, yeah. with Abby and Evan. But we also have these moments with Mick in this episode because of these ashes that he gets, it really kind of sends him down memory lane. Mm -hmm. And the ashes end up being a good friend and bartender from Chesapeake Shores. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> who is basically his counselor, his therapist, um, through the whole Megan leaving and dad being, you know, single dad working hard. And um, he, has he has this moment with Abby where he just kind of, I wouldn't, he's not sobbing. He's not like breaking down in that way, but he yeah. is breaking down. But you know? he was, yeah, he was, mm -hmm. he was emotional and he was, yeah. I was like, wow, like they've like never like really like barely talked about this topic. Yeah. Which is one of the frustrations that we had, you know, some of the earlier seasons, like, yeah. okay, I keep saying like, you know, these crazy hard things have happened, but nobody really mm -hmm. talks about them that much. And so, yeah, it was good to have a moment where he was reflecting on yeah. what he went through and how he felt and how hard yeah. it was. Yeah. And, you know, he got emotional with her with that. Um, mm -hmm. And just talking about how he was trying to be a good dad, but he just, yeah. he had a lot, you know, he had to work hard, you know, to make money because he was the only one. And, you know, yeah. there's a lot of kids. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> By yourself, but he had buzz. And you know, we, I guess like this this buzz really wanted to talk with, yeah. Helped him. And so now with these ashes, he wanted to honor Buzz and like spread his his ashes in Chesapeake Shores, I guess, in the water, maybe. And mm -hmm. um so he takes the ashes, the urn, up in his plane. Um kind of in the evening he was just going to be gone for not very long yeah and um spread spread buzz's ashes but um drama happens cliffhanger happens yeah, the first big the first huge drama for the next <laughs> while is dropped mick they have lost contact with mick and he they do not know where he is it is nighttime and he was last seen going off in his plane and they don't know where he is they have no idea yeah he has made no contact but he's not back and they are starting to freak out and kind mm -hmm. of starting to get very worried yes you know, where is he why hasn't he made contact why isn't he back yet you know it's yeah. getting dark I mean it's starting to get like alarming alarming and what we're where we're at we're at the end of the episode we're at this family dinner of course the o'brien family dinner and they get a call or they get some sort of news that that they've lost contact with mick they don't know where he is and honestly i was so surprised that we didn't see the old school to be continued you know at the, at the yeah end, at honestly the yeah of, you know, i was like this is a classic click cliffhanger episode this is so yeah. big but it definitely was because I was like, oh gosh, okay, when we come back or next week, it's going to be hopefully start with this. Right. And all the previews for the next week were so like, you know, so dramatic and so weird. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know, super dramatic. Yeah. Super dramatic. <laughs> but you know what? I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I thought this whole episode was it was just like satisfying. It was satisfying how they did Brie and Luke. It was mm -hmm. satisfying how they progressed Abby and Evan and 
even the bring the drama and make people come to a point where or Meg Megan come to a point where she's like, uh, Mick, like, wait a minute, you know, she's gonna have to convert some emotions. And yeah, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, it was. It was a I keep saying they keep doing a really good job of putting like, you know, a lot of things in the episodes and just mm-hmm. really but also like feeling like you're learning more stuff about the people, yeah. but also like, you know, there's it's just it's just mixed really like well with the storylines, I think. It is. It is and mixed well with the storylines. They they keep m- moving people forward in mm-hmm. realistic ways. And it's not like we always want to see like realistic things in a TV show. It's fun sometimes to see the outlandish stuff. Yeah. But we've had that with Chesapeake Shores. Yeah. And now, ooh, do I appreciate just a well-told story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. In, these, in these characters' lives. So, great episode. In the author of Miracles and Menorahs and History of Us comes a story about the changing nature of love and what it really feels like to be home for the holidays. Love and Lockcase is the third book in Stacy Agdern's Friendship and Festival series, available on October 12th from Tool Publishing and wherever books are sold. For more information about Stacy, visit her at her website, stacyagdern.com. That's stacyagdern.com. Episode nine. Let's move on. Wow. Man, this is jam-packed. Jam-packed again. So already this episode is titled, What a Difference a Day Makes. So you know. There's stuff coming. There's stuff coming. Like An avalanche of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's coming. This is why if you're listening, we hope you've watched these episodes so that things don't just like you know, feel like a fire hose coming at you, but you yeah. haven't. <laughs> Literally. Pack. Go back and watch. So, obviously, we open on the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. they hunker down for a long night of waiting for her. Yeah. News. Make coffee, you know, staying by the phone, stay awake. Nobody's leaving this house. No. Wait here until we find out or somebody finds dad because yeah. they do finally get a call from the Coast Guard saying what the last thing they heard from him. Yeah. And that they are certain that they are searching for him. Yes. So. Yes, which which is good. You know, that everyone's like, okay, but it also heightens their worry a little bit, but at least you know the Coast Guard's on the case and stuff. So what, what this makes Megan do though, is just like, leave the room, regroup, Nell follows her and mm-hmm. Megan's able to put words to some things that she's really feeling like, yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. I like him. Exactly. I like who he's become, which yeah. is a cool thing to hear her say. Like so much time has passed since they were together. Yeah. Those were three very important and different things to say. Yes. Yeah. Like. I like the man that he's become and like, I might want to spend the rest of my life with him. You know, she's having a moment here. Yeah. This, this crisis has caused her to like, what if I never see him again? I'm never going to get to tell him these things that I want to tell him. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, you know, propelled her to really think through that. Did it did. And I was actually really pleased that we were able to see her, um, voice that and process it with Nell yeah. who loves her and supports her so well yeah. and and not just you know because like we've been surprised sometimes by this progression of Megan and Mick's relationship in season five where we've wanted a little more mm-hmm. 
and they're you know she's at that point now so that's good yeah oh so we do get a call i mean they found him yeah they found him he's at the hospital and so yeah then there the next thing you see them in the hospital <laughs> and then bam he's they don't even make us wait in the hospital for three hours you know he's <laughs> um rolling through rolling into the um waiting area and you're like oh my oh. god oh okay that's over good all right we're moving on now yeah okay <laughs> yep we got the entry the first four minutes moving on to some more drama right. That totally, he has a broken arm, you know, he's yeah. coming out. But what I thought was so funny was how comical the scene was after when they go home and he wants to tell everyone about his, he's not calling it a plane crash. Like he's going, bending over backwards. Oh my not God. Call it a bending plane crash. over backwards. <laughs> he's like, my not my emergency landing but my necessary urgent landing you know like <laughs> and Bree's like dad that's not a thing He's yeah like, oh I think it is a thing it's like no it, it's not that's just an idiom or something because <laughs> right. that's not real <laughs> and I mean Megan this whole time she's listening to him she is just like it's driving her crazy yeah because she almost just lost him and so she just kind of blows up at him there are people who love you and like you don't even know yeah you're what, not we thought exactly yeah. and we thought we we really thought like you could be gone like we yeah. could be yeah. that could have been it that would be whatever the last moment we had that would have been it with for everybody because you could have been gone yeah like why did you do that why did you even go out and you know yeah so he she storms off and i loved Bree's line she was like she's just glad you're okay you know like she's yeah. happy you're okay and it's like well there's a little more to it than that i think but it was so comically written, this tense family moment. I just, I thought that they did such a great job at balancing that tension. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> balanced well with that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So good. So Mick is back. He's okay. He's healthy. He, I mean, he's recovering and we're moving on, moving on from that. He's got some things to think through. I think some, some heavy things, mm -hmm. but so cute this couple kevin and sarah were so oh my gosh <laughs> but the real point here is do we ever see couples in bed almost never and if we do do we see the man without their shirt on no no we had said that we would like to see that because yeah. that's a realistic thing you know like these yeah. couples and they gave it to us I mean, I just couldn't believe you had no shirt on. I was just like, oh my gosh, am I in the right <laughs> station? Because I was so shocked. <laughs> like seeing them in bed was like, okay, like they're married. I know that's why they're showing them in bed and it's okay, yeah. you know, and everything. But I was just like, I just couldn't believe you had no shirt on. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, well, oh, that's not the Hallmark way. I was like, I don't think we've ever seen this in a Hallmark movie where the guy had their shirt yeah. on <laughs> in bed. You know, they were having this cute conversation about, um, um cravings and what she wanted to eat yeah. and you know he was going to run out and get avocados but you know the the scene stealer was the lack of shirt so i mean that's just just, it was just a little blip but you know 
very noticeable because I'm there like, we see yeah. skin where we don't usually see skin. So don't usually, I mean, it was, it was a little shocking, but it was, they were just so cute throughout this they whole so episode. You know, he's just so tender with her and so fatherly and she's excited, which is um, mm-hmm. precious. She's also the Lieutenant. We, I didn't yeah. say that from the last, she accepted the job and that she's the Lieutenant now at the firehouse and um, things are just precious in Kevin and Sarah O'Brien land right now. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Yes. So tell me how cute though, this other two people were Connor and Grant. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He, poor Connor, gosh, he was like, yeah, he was worried. He was like, oh no. Was like, is this Connor? Gonna be okay? Like, is Grand gonna be able to answer the phone and like he is talk to people? He's like, she's my grand. I can't be like, no, grand. Like, I have no one to help you, but I don't want your help. So I know. He is such a good grandson. He's telling her about his problems. He needs to hire a paralegal, someone to answer the phone and you know, do his schedule. And she's like, I can do it. And he's like, um okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah um you're putting me in a hard spot here right (laughs) totally and he said just for the day like yeah 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 which Which was a brilliant lawyer move on his part (laughs) so grant comes in just for the day and answers the phones and starts convincing people they don't need a lawyer just to you know talk out their problems with somebody and Mm -hmm. you know go back to the doctor give it time and all of this stuff and he is like grand what are you doing (laughs) like i want to talk to people i want to have clients you know but that was such a brilliant use of grand in this episode she was like funny and just like you know she wanted to call Connor to a higher standard. Yes, you're a lawyer, but you're not one of those. Yeah, I love when she said that. I was like, because that's true. That's why he's doing this is, you know, he wants to just help people. Right. Not just charge people for complaining to him for two hours, you know. Right. Um, But yeah, it was she did a great job. She's she she really did. She really did. But, you know, the problem remains. He needed a paralegal, like a real one. Yeah. And my dreams came true from what I wanted yes. to happen. <laughs> I thought about that. Yes. I was so glad too. I was really glad. I mean, we kind of knew. Yeah. It was it was a loaded hope. I mean, I really, I knew that possibly they're going to bring this character back. And then we start seeing promo pi- like pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but I mean, what a great, what a great idea. Bring her back. Bring mm-hmm. Margaret Keller to him and uh I just loved that yeah I mean I so you weren't too. surprised of course you weren't yeah surprised. yeah because yeah. I had seen the promo stuff but I was like oh I'm so glad like they're bringing her back like I really liked her and I liked you know like how they had kind of you know worked together in the yeah. you know other place and they both were like this place is kind of shady like they figured yeah. it out it's kind of shady and so they both left and then in she comes mm-hmm in she comes she had quit and she gave him this whole speech and she told him the speech and he's like when can you start basically you know yeah. <laughs> I I want you here and it was so fun to see them working together again yeah and I liked it a lot me too that was good they're a good working relationship right now I could mm-hmm. definitely see it tipped but I don't want to rush them yeah because you know mm-hmm. they're cute 
They're really, mm-hmm. really cute. Um, okay. Now on the heels of last episode where Brie and Luke, they, they reconcile, they, she kisses him, you know, mm-hmm. he says, you know, he's, they're on their way to happiness, I'm sure. But Mr. Sullivan comes in. Yep. And- to ruin the, ruin the mood, ruin the day. <laughs> totally ruins the mood. He comes in like the villain that he is. I mean, he is a true villain, I think. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he has that whole vibe. I mean, yeah, he, he does. And he just has this whole attitude and just, yeah. Yeah. So he comes in and he's like listing all these things that um, Luke did wrong. And then the t- the icing on the cake of that whole list, you know, is this this recent drug test mm-hmm. that shows positive for for drugs. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I didn't do that. I that's you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know like how I, that's positive. I really didn't do it. Yeah, like that's yeah. yeah. And he's like, Mr. Sullivan has this like celebratory way about him. You know, he's like, well, it looks like you're going back to the North Branch. You know, your hearings mm-hmm. in three days, and um. The thing that I thought was so crazy was that Luke is visibly shaken up around Sullivan. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like panting and like short of breath. Yeah. He He has like a physical reaction. Yes. Like a panic attack or something. You almost think he's Mm -hmm. just like, I can't go back. I can't go back. You can tell he's, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's just very scared and frightened and just Mm -hmm. has anxiety about, about it. But I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. I think he's yeah. just playing this character really, really well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bray looks at him. She's like, "Did you do it?" And he said, "No." And she said, "Okay, I believe you." Mm-hmm. Now, do you, do you believe him, Anne? I really want to. I think I do believe him. I really felt like he was really genuine, and I think that. He should know, or anyone in his position should know, like, okay, yeah. you missed, you missed the, you missed the mark. You didn't get there, the information first. Right. Now, now, like you have to be open and honest or it's yes. going to be really bad. Yes. It's going to be this- painful and hurtful. So I think he knows like he needs to be honest, even if it's hard. Yeah. And I do, that's why I want to trust him so much too, because yeah. I I feel like last episode they started to build something honest. And mm-hmm. now if he's like telling everybody, you know, looking her in the eye, looking uh, Connor in the eye and saying, I did not do this. You know, I'm yeah. like, please, please be honest. Please be true. Yeah, please. please. Yeah. So they have this whole allergy pill thing, which we saw him pop a pill for his allergies in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, mm, what was that? Yeah. I remember thinking that too. What was that? Thank you. Yeah. I was like, well just because you know like you yeah, know yeah drama but uh hopefully it's you know it was just allergy pill yeah but they did try to look it up and see if what was it and whatever the drug was if it was in that specific allergy yes pill and they said it wasn't right it's like an oh and it's something oh, is it amphetamine or yes yes that's what it was amphetamine? okay that's exactly what it was. And he's like, I did, I've never taken that. And they, it wasn't an allergy pill. So anyway, the four of them are on the case now trying to, I guess, build a case for him. Yeah. <clears throat> but the frustrating thing is even up until the hearing, 
they have like nothing. And he's like, I've got to pull something out. That's more than just, this is a good guy who needs a second chance. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah. Cause that's I not gotta... something to build a case on. No. Yeah. So here they go walking into the courtroom and I'm expecting like, like I'm getting ready for this. Another great Connor hero lawyer yeah, speech. Like, yeah. Like the last one he did was so good. <laughs> like he's got something up his sleeve I know he does we're gonna go into the courtroom we're gonna do this but then he faints like he collapses he he yeah he's like dizzy and like holding on to something then he thinks he's okay he says it'll pass and then he just like it happens again and he just like can't walk and he's like just yeah falling down falling down so Margaret gets the hearing delayed a week I yeah. thought, oh, does he have appendicitis? Like, I didn't know. Yeah, because at one point it did seem like he was kind of holding like his stomach area. Yeah. So I thought maybe that, but. But I guess not that. So he just said the doctor said, you know, rest, drink water, try to relax, you know, things yeah. he's not going to do. Yeah. And um, they're going to work on the case longer and stuff like that. But he does have a private moment with Margaret. Yeah. And tells her he's like, what's really going on? Right. I think that's what did they really say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably is her lawyer. Yeah. Lawyer instinct. Yeah. Like something's off. Something's off. What's really going on? And he's like, I basically was close to having a heart attack, you know, and, and he's 28. Like bless his heart. He needs to, he needs to slow down and relax, but that is always hilarious doctor remedy you know like just relax slow down Uh it's like it's not that easy obviously that's why i'm having this problem (laughs) right right so he he doesn't do that but that's going to be very interesting hopefully he's going to be okay i hope so yeah Mm -hmm. they do um i thought this was such a cute scene they do yoga yeah i like that yoga try to relax Uh uh-huh slow down your heart rate slow down hold your body just stretch yeah relax yeah so margaret you know he was like i don't think that works she's like okay well let's we'll try something else you know so she's like on this mission to help him to try to help him to yeah Yeah, which is that he has to eat better too and Mm -hmm. you know really rest like not sleep at the office like, like right for like eight hours a night in a comfortable bed like right <laughs> drink water not 12 cups of coffee you know things yeah. like this might help <laughs> so she also you know he describes this fire pit at his home right and mm. says like he loves that time with his family and he that's a de-stressor and she says um you know it sounds like you come from a happy family and he just laughed. I laughed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, sad. this man has way more drama than anybody knows right. or would think to know. Totally. Yeah. But like he he has this moment where he laughs, but then you kind of see him realizing, like we're realizing as fans, actually they are starting to become a happy family. You know, yeah. like there is some truth to that. And mm-hmm. we are seeing this um this happened you know some maturity and some um good moments here so (laughs) totally totally so she is just such a great i'm so glad she's back margaret keller for him for Mm. the show for the interactions that she's now having with brie and luke and Mm -hmm. yeah so good i'm i'm really glad that that she came back 
well, we need diversity and yeah, we really did. And especially in this show, so. especially in the show, okay. diversity longer than an episode or two, yeah. You know, at, yeah. like a, like a main character, a steady mm-hmm. character. And, um, yeah. I'm hopeful that it's her. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. So Abby was not in this show. Yeah, I know. I kept being like, okay, where is she again? I kept thinking, oh yeah, she's still not here. Oh, she's still not here. <laughs> I know, but to get Abby out of the way really opens the doors for Mick and Evan to have the, mm-hmm. these great scenes together. <clears throat> yeah. Which are too fun because we know how much the real life Robert Buckley and Treat Williams like each other so much. Yes, yes, they really so, do. Yeah, that came <laughs> out. Um, okay, so let's talk about Mick and Evan and their yeah. storyline there that kind of works all throughout there. What did you think of their interactions? I really liked it. I'm like, you know, I want to know more about Evan. You know, I really want to know like what makes him tick, you know, what's going on with his whole family. Why is relationships and family dynamics and being alone, like feeling lonely, like what is all this stuff, you know? And so, yeah, we get, you know, times with, you know, he first, he comes to the house to check on Mick, uh, (laughs) quote, um, and then, you know, he Mick's talking to him and he's like, um, Evan, you know, if you just want to come over here, like you can just come over here. You don't have to come <laughs> over here and pretend to ask me 70 questions about the project. Like, right. You can just spend time together just because, or you could just uh-huh. come check on me just because you want to and just hang out with me just because you want to. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, cool. I'm so, I'm, that's awesome. And he like puts down his papers or whatever he had yeah. <laughs> for work. It's like, yeah, like, it's okay. Just like, you know. <laughs> just be (laughs) yes just be just just like be together build a relationship which is so precious you know they really start to they're two workaholics really just kind of trying Mm -hmm. to balance balance life out in this moment and Evan's able to come at Mick here with some um, Mick is very vulnerable in this episode yeah he starts to really consider like a life flashed before his eyes when they go see mm. the plane and he's like this was yeah. a serious accident yeah like I could have really mm-hmm. exactly I, what Megan's fear was I could have really happened because it this really could have happened yeah. yeah and then Evan you know kind of goes back to this information that we know that he was in a serious accident that hurt his back mm-hmm. that he doesn't like to talk about but they talk about it yeah just awesome I, I yeah I was like okay he's not going to talk about it he's not going to talk about it. And then uh-huh. he actually did. And I was like, actually did. wow, we like getting some good, like the, this story, which yeah. is like, which is really sad when he yeah. tells it, um, I know. you know, that, yeah. Well, you. he never, yeah, well, he never knew his dad. He's an only child, never knew his dad. His mom was, um, just was there for him. And, but at 18, you know, they got in the car and at first we don't know he's talking about his mom. Yeah, exactly. So he, he just says she, she was driving. She might've been drinking, but I don't really know. Maybe she fell asleep. He didn't have a seatbelt on and they, they got in a car accident and it, the airbags messed up his back and he tried to pull her out and she wasn't, she didn't make it. She was, she was gone. Yeah. And so Mick is like, you know, who were you close to her? And he's like, yeah, I was, you know, mm-hmm. I sh- it was my mom. And yeah, I was like, so shocked when he said that. I was like, I mean, I guess I should have known because it seemed like, yeah, he doesn't have anybody anymore. But I thought maybe something else happened to like later, not when he was 18, but like something yeah. 
more recent had happened to her and maybe yeah. it's like a sister or something but I was like yeah. oh but I forgot it was the yeah, only child yeah but I was like, so shocked girlfriend or something but it was his yeah. mom and I teared up I really did I, yeah. I was like oh he was so what we see Evan's vulnerable side we see him um this is what I'm really loving about Evan in this season. He is building a family with the O'Briens, actually. Mm -hmm. So all of his, his vulnerability is not with Abby. Some of it is, yeah. has been, but it's not all eggs yeah. in one basket there. Like Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like he's with Mick now, and he's telling Mick this story, and he's developing this fatherly relationship with, with mm -hmm. Mick. And um, it was really tender moment. It was, it was, yeah. I was, I was moved. I thought it was, I thought it was done really well. And, yeah. um, and, you know, even, you know, you know, Vic responded to him. He's like, I'm just, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. I can't, you know, imagine that's so yeah. hard. So. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Mick is really just, his character has gotten so deep. I think this season, just mm -hmm. with the ways that he's been there for Luke and, then now then Abby and then now mm. Evan and um he's really kind of considering what's important and he's getting vulnerable yeah. and uh I I like that I like to see that growth because you know it's true in life we don't we never stop growing oh yeah and never never yeah no matter our age no matter um, what stage of life we're in we're, we really never should stop growing it's a very healthy yeah <laughs> exactly it's a healthy for, thing for us to do yeah yeah. So to see that in him has been awesome. They ended hilariously to me, like their little day, their day uh, together. Yeah. He, Evan's asking about Abby and he's asking, you know, when she's back four days. Oh, it's been a long time. You know, and <laughs> he says, what would you think if I took her out? And Mick's like, what? Like, oh, where? <laughs> yeah. He's like out to dinner, out to coffee, out to lunch, you know, whatever. And Mick says, are you asking me to court my daughter? <laughs> court. Yeah, it's very uh, old-fashioned term. Totally. Totally old-fashioned. And he's like, yes, I am. I am asking you to court your daughter. And so funny. Nell comes out. And she's like, yes, yes. I know. Nell's oh, listening everywhere in this episode, yes. you know, behind walls. Just, you know. <laughs> She is. She was quite the comedian this this episode. So she gives an emphatic yes for Evan to court Abby. So whatever yeah. that's going to look like. Yeah, that, that was, was um, yeah, I was like, OK, because the way he said four days is long. I'm like, OK, yeah, this guy's smitten. He's like he's like because he, treats or not, you know, Mick, Mick's like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's I mean, almost a week, I guess, you know, it's like, yeah, like four days isn't really that long. You just really miss her. Because you just miss her. You like miss her. her. Yeah. Oh, that was super cute. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Um, OK, tell us about um, Mr. Peck, this random, weird that is weird. Mr. Peck call. Oh, my gosh. OK, so David is in town and um he gets a call from his dad and we see you know we see his dad on the phone also and he's just like telling david how you know he's come into some trouble yeah and um he's kind of hesitating and kind of talking he's like dad like what do you mean and he's like um well there's some stuff that's gonna come out and um you know just don't believe everything that you hear yeah uh, i've made some bad you know business 
you know, just deals or decisions. And, you know, and David knows his dad is not one to like talk about like serious stuff or like open up. And so he's like, something must be wrong. Yeah. Um, And then David late tells Jess that he told him that, you know, that he loved him (laughs) at the end of the call. And he's like, dad, he doesn't do that. No. Um, So he's like, he's worried. Understandably so. If somebody acts totally out of character and saying stuff like that, you're like, okay, what's about to happen? Yeah, because it felt like, it felt like goodbye. I mean, I mean, that's dramatic, but that's where my mind went. Like it felt like goodbye or something. Mm -hmm. And now we see that David can't get a hold of his dad and he doesn't really want to tell his mom because he he doesn't know how much she knows. So a little little sadness there i don't know yeah. what's going on with the pecs but um that was brief very brief at the end so it was that. yeah it was mm-hmm. like kind of like okay we're dropping this in there for for next time kind of thing right so okay the final scene is megan's art show where that she has had the storyline throughout the whole season where she has arthur driscoll's paintings she has yes. this art show now that she has set up on display um this wonderful chesapeake shores artist and um it's a success it's a hit everyone comes out and they um they love this culture so it's culture on chesapeake shores <laughs> gran and arthur have another little date yeah I guess I have a little. Mm, that's what it looks like. Little dancing and yeah, it was, it was cute. I thought it was so cute. cute. <laughs> People liked watching. Yeah, they watched. Yeah, everyone was show. watching them. That was fun. <laughs> but with the the, I think the great scene at the end was Mick and Megan when um when he said you know he's like looking at her and he's all serious and mm-hmm. it's like let's let's do this let's take some time off let's go travel the world like we always wanted you know what would Mm -hmm. you think of that and she says yes she wants to so they are definitely still not declaring feelings but this these um planning future planning yeah it was a a nice moment that was nice as well yeah (laughs) that was a sweet moment Sweet moment, but we do end on another another cliffhanger. Yes, hanger. Um, Sarah like faints. She faints now, and she's has this pain. And she they touches. Don't yeah, she touches her stomach, and then she just like yeah, and then she just she like faints. Out. And Kevin is over her, and then it's like blackout. You know. And yeah. It's like oh no. They had such a great episode. They were so happy. They were so I know, cute. I know that I, I'm worried. I'm not worried, but I'm like, oh, I know. you know, I thought we were going to be clear of this, but I guess, you know, that's not really how that stuff works in real life. Um, I know it's true. I'm so, like, oh, be happy. Yeah. But oh, gosh, I hope it's going to be okay. I feel like at this point, if I can't trust the writers, then, <laughs> then I don't know what I'm doing because I feel like I can. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've written some great stuff. So I, I, they have. I think they, it, she will hopefully be okay. Maybe, you know, they'll just tell her like she needs to be careful with some certain stuff, but right. hopefully she'll be okay. Um, hopefully but she'll be yeah, good. they've, they've done, they've done a really good job because it's are. so much better and so much richer and just so mm. much, just so yeah. much more. 
So it's so much more. And I think that that is a great way to say it. It's, it's just so much more. So it's, it is a more, more fun show to watch. You know, there's more comedy, there's more depth of character. There's more yes. realistic, you know, things. Yeah. That mean. And mm-hmm. I mean, it just is more. And I think we are primed and ready for the season finale. That I think so. <laughs> I mean, like I was worried because they got like all this stuff happening, but yes, you know, it seems like in episodes they pack so much stuff there and I don't even realize how they do it in that short. I know, <laughs> but they do it. So I trust them to, you know, solve most of this stuff. They're going to solve what I want to see in um, next week's episode, which is less than a week away um, is a courtroom scene for Luke uh, with Connor and Margaret. I would love to see a courtroom scene. I'd love, I need to know if Sarah and the baby are okay. Yes. Oh, definitely. I don't know how Abby's going to react to Evan's courtship. (laughs) I don't either. I really don't. I don't know. She's a modern woman, you know, and like courtship. This is so funny. Yeah. What else? What would you like to see in the finale? Let's see. Um, oh, what did we just say? Oh, okay. I do want to know. I do want to know what David's dad is talking about, what he yes. did, like where they're kind of going with that. Yeah. Um, because obviously we know his family is very rich, has a lot of money. Yeah. And yeah. you know, is there something sketchy that he did with some company that's not, you know, like what's what's that? I do want to kind of know what that is. Yeah. Not like I don't need to see too much of it, but I would like to at least know that. Yeah, yeah. Um and then I, yeah, I do want to see, you know, I, I am dying to see, I, I just hope Abby, please don't laugh at Evan's face. Like he's actually way more sensitive than he seems because uh, totally. I, my heart will just break for him. So. Totally. Uh, I, mean, I know it's hard for him to take her, it's hard for her to take him seriously. Yeah. Um, just from what the- we do know and what we've all come to expect as Chesapeake Shores fans is Abby gets a kiss at the end of the season. That's what I know. That's what I'm expecting. She mm. usually kisses Trace. He's gone. <laughs> she can't kiss Trace. And so, okay, like, is this going to happen for them or would that be too fast? I mean, we're yeah, not. I, don't know. I know. That's what I'm worried. I get worried about when stuff like that happens. I'm like, okay, no. so we're pro- promise season six. So how are they going to end this? I know. Um, I know. Well, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. And it's like we said, it's less than one week away. We will be back with Chesapeake Chats next week to discuss the finale and uh, discuss the whole season. We've got some fun stuff planned as far as some, just some other podcasts to go to. So um, we, we will be back, but stick with us. We're excited about the season. I'm so yeah, excited, excited about the finale. See what uh-huh. happens. Where every where everything everyone lands. Yeah. Where does everyone land? How does it set us up for a great season six? I mean, we're ready. So, Anne, where can people find you on social media? Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21. Great. What about yeah, you? Yeah, yes. Um, come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. I would love to um, interact with you there, but also be sure to subscribe to the Hallmarkies Chesapeake Chat YouTube channel. Well, it's not, it's a Hallmarkies podcast. So subscribe to that so you don't miss any more Chesapeake Chats um, podcasts that we do. Leave a comment, leave a review on iTunes if you're listening there. 
definitely find Hallmarkies podcast all over social media. There's Twitter, there's website, there's Instagram. Um, we cover all of your Hallmark wants and desires. We really try yes. to deliver on all of that. <laughs> so um, we will see you next week for the finale of Chesapeake Chats. Bye. Bye-bye.